we're going to, you can go ahead and take a seat this morning. We're going to um, take communion together. It's one of the sacraments that, that Jesus gave us that provides for our forgiveness and healing. How many of you need healing this morning? I need healing this morning. <laughs> Been sick this whole week. Um, you can peel off the top cover uh, of the communion that you took this morning. Jesus said, this is my body that was broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in Isaiah, it says that, that he was bruised for our iniquities and that the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his wounds that we are healed. And so, God, we come before you this morning. We thank you for your body that was broken for us, that through your broken body that we can receive healing. You said that the chastisement of our peace is upon you. And God, we, we need peace in our lives. God, if we could produce peace and give ourselves peace, Lord, we wouldn't need the cross. And, and Lord, we come to you dependent on you, thankful for you and your love that you have for our lives. We thank you for your broken body. God, we, we pray for every person that needs healing physically this morning. God, we pray for every person that needs healing mentally, emotionally, uh, those that are tired and, and just uh, at the end of, of their uh, at their end of their own resources. God, we come to you because you have abundant resources. You have an infinite amount of resources, God, and, and we thank you that you are our Father and that you want to give to your children. In Jesus' name, you can go ahead and take the bread this morning. In the same way, you can take the cup. The cup represents his blood that was shed for the forgiveness of sin. And God, we thank you, Lord, that your blood was shed, that through your blood, Lord, we can have forgiveness from you. That when you see us, that you don't see our wrongdoings, you don't see our faults, but you see a, the blood that was shed by your son, that you, you took upon yourself the sins of the world. In Romans, it says that, in that while we were sinners, that Christ died for us, that you didn't wait for us to come to heaven, you didn't wait for us to pursue you, but you came to earth and you pursued us to show us your love and your forgiveness and grace. Thank you for, for your blood that was shed, that we can have a clear conscience before your Father and that when he sees us, he doesn't see our faults, but he sees your Son, the perfection of your Son, Jesus. You can go ahead and take the cup this morning. And the Bible says that as we have freely received, that God has called us to freely give. Would you just repeat this prayer after me? Say, Dear Jesus, I receive your forgiveness this morning. I, I receive your grace. And in the same way that you have forgiven me freely, I make a decision to walk in your footsteps and to freely forgive others. Help me 
to be a light in our community and to represent you to this broken world. Heal me, and as you heal me, use me to heal others. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, <coughs> amen, amen. Can we give God a hand? Thank him for who he is. Um, thank you to our worship team. Can we give the worship team a hand this morning? Did a great job. Uh, before we get started, yeah, we can go ahead and we can bring the... Um, I just want to give thanks this morning to, um, to our friends uh, from the mainland, uh, Doug and uh, Bre uh, Brett. Doug and Brett. Uh, could you guys stand, please? Um, they're some of our friends from the mainland. They helped us. Uh, uh, you know that we all had an uh, event out in Lahaina la uh, yesterday, and uh, Leigh and her team, where's Leigh? Leigh is not here. You guys can have a seat. Thank you so much. Um, Leigh and Mike, Mike is her husband. He knows how hard that they've been working, but they have done just an amazing, amazing job for the past uh, several months putting together uh, an event where a thousand gifts were given to, uh, to the kids in Lahaina. Um, there was over $100,000 that were raised from multiple sources all over uh, America and from our church in Pearlside and uh, here. And it was just amazing to see what God did. Uh, there was eggs and things from Oahu, one of the destination restaurants there, that brought their whole team over to cook pancakes. Uh, Matt and 1320 and Brian, uh, as, uh, along with a lot of you guys, how many of you guys made some rice? because we needed to have 300 cups of rice or something like that, 300 cups of rice. Uh, that was all made at 3 o'clock in the morning by Matt Higa and his, and his friend Brian. They actually had their own Christmas party that evening, but they woke up and they made fried rice for 1,500 people uh, out in Lahaina. And then the extra that wasn't, the extra that wasn't uh, eaten there, uh, there was another distribution site that uh, they went to after, and when they went there, they found out that the food trucks that were supposed to give food to that area didn't give food, so they had no food, and we had enough to give them, and they were in tears. They were so grateful that uh, all the food was able to be given to them, so God really did an amazing thing this past weekend. Um, for those of you that are here for the first time, we are in uh, the last uh, series in our, um, in our message, Stories of Grace, and uh, and Denley and um, Denley and Tracy are here uh, visiting us, and they're going to be interviewed. I thank them so much for being here. Uh, their their uh, nephew Kailana was the one who shared this this morning service, and he did a great job. How many of you were here for Kailana? And it was a that was a great testimony. Um, so we're gonna key up the video, and um, and then we'll have you guys come. God's love is not based on you, but it's based on grace. God's grace always comes with a purpose. For the purpose that our lives would glorify Him. Hi, Aloha. My name's Tracy, and I'm from Lahaina, Maui. I've I'm 57 years old, so I've lived here all my life. 57 years, yes. Yeah, so I was at home, and there was a fire in the morning. And um, for some reason, my husband asked me not to go to work, so I didn't go to work. And then he came home 
at about noon and said, I'm going to take a nap, which he normally does. And while he was napping, I started to just pack up several items, you know, thinking I was coming back to the house. And then when he woke up, he looked out and he says, oh, the fire's like moving really fast. And so he says, I'll be right back. I'm like, where are you going? He says, I'm going to go downstairs to check on what his brother and everyone else was doing. When I came out, I looked at the mountain and, 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 and yes, I see the smoke. Yes, uh, it was coming down. Uh, still white yet, though. The smoke was still white, not, not black. But in 10 minutes, that smoke turned black and you could see like a, a, a monster, an orange monster coming up what, maybe a hundred yards from our home. And then our house started shaking because the winds were so strong. We, I was upstairs and the house started to shake like a little bit. And I was like, oh, this is not good. So I grabbed the few items that I had. And then I went downstairs and I told him, I said, hey, we gotta go. And he says, what do you mean? I said, we gotta go. I says, the fire's coming. As I was driving out, I could see the embers from the fire in the air and there's smoke everywhere. And, and you could feel, even though the smoke was still gray, you could feel the heat already. By the time I turned around and looked, our house was already in flame. So then I see an ember fly and fall like right there and the, the grass starts to burn and the house next door, next to it's on fire. And I'm like, oh my gosh, in Jesus name, I said a prayer. And so I drove and I said, Lord, please, you know, get me out of here and put a shield over this truck so it doesn't catch on fire. <laughs> and get me to wherever I need to go. I, I put the mask on, I ran down to the stoplight, the main highway. Uh, you could hear all kind of explosion. Just boom, 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 boom. I was running away from the fire. With the prayers my wife had, that was protected real good. But born and raised in Lahaina for 63 years, I know my way around in Lahaina. And that was, Lahaina was my playground. I ran down all the way down to the street uh, my wife mentioned. I cut a couple corners, then I ran to this alley. I stood in, in this little cove, and standing next to me was a, a homeless local brother. He was sitting there and he said, oh, uncle, some major wind, eh? I said, not only the wind, um, some major fire too. So when I said, you know what, we gotta go, bro. He said, oh, good luck, uncle. So I ran out and just hoping nothing hit me in the back of my head. And then he went and knocked on people's cars to tell them, get out of your car. The fire's coming, you know, and some people are like, no, no, we're, we're good. He goes, no, the fire's coming. Knocked on that window. I said, we got to get out. The, 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 the fire's right there. And they said, no, we're going to wait for the traffic open up. I said, no, don't wait. As soon as I said that, the white gray smoke turned black. I ran towards the uh, harbor, Lahaina Harbor. I turned around about uh, 20, 30 yards. The flame went through that alley. And because of the wind, because of the angle of the building, that was like a funnel, you know? That, the, the, the fire was like a torch. Just came over cars, and then you'd see all the doors open. Boom, people just scattering. I don't know where some went. I know a lot of them was following us. And he had a plan. You know, he was gonna, he needed to get to the harbor because his eyes were burning and he needed to rinse his body from all that smoke and everything. As I sat there and, and just looking and, and, and thinking, my family, my friends, my Lahaina town, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the, the new um, dock that the, the Lahaina uh, uh, County had built, they had a, a filling station there. 
flammable square gas tank. Boom! You should have seen the people. Everybody was shaking. I ran into the captured school area, which is totally destroyed. Ran in there, climbed the fence, ran all the way down to the end of the uh, 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 school, uh, sat there and watching people. And I'm just going, in, oh, I'm just going, oh my God, this is, this is not real. And I, I didn't know. I, w I got to the courtyard and then my daughter met me there, my niece and my nephew. And I called my life group leader and I says, I don't know where my husband is. I says, and she says, well, you know what you do? I said, yeah, I'm gonna start praying right now. You know, and as I prayed, I asked the Lord to please reveal to me where my husband is, because I don't know where he is, but Lord, you know where he is. And he revealed to me two angels, wingspan to wingspan, looking for my husband. You know, and then when I got the call from my son saying, Dad didn't make it out of the fire. You know, I saw Uncle Tom, but Dad's not with him. And I said, no, at first I was like, what do you mean he's not with him? They were together. And my son said, no, he's not. And I said, and I had to stop for a moment because that was a distraction because I was in intercessory prayer for him. And I said, no, Dustin, I said, you catch the vision that God just gave me a little while ago. See two angels flying wingspan to wingspan looking for dad. That's a vision you catch and you start praying and you get your two little girls to start praying because they know how to pray. And that's what you need to see because nobody told us dad didn't make it. We stayed at the Marriott and I told my son, I said, we're not going to sleep because dad needs our prayers. And, and we stayed there and until 10 o'clock at night, then they asked everybody that weren't a guest to leave, you know, but God again, because then they said, you know what, your family come back after everyone's gone and we'll give you pillows and blankets, you know, and God was with us every step of the way, every step of the way. I mean, it, it was, oh, it was just like chasing us. I, I moved up another 100 yards and, and sat on this wooden, I mean, this concrete uh, wall. That's where the guy came. That's where this, this, this angel, whatever you want to call him, or this homeless guy came. After we were reunited and he shared his story, he said, you know, he said, you know what? He says, I was running through the fire and then all of, I could feel my skin blistering or bubbling. And he said, and then all of a sudden I felt a shield, you know? And then he said, there was a homeless boy. Uncle, how are you? How's everything going? You need help? That guided him and everybody else behind them, hundreds some people. This homeless boy, he knew where to stop, what homes had water so he could rinse his eyes out. He had empty water bottles. You know, and then my husband was like, man, I lost my hookah shoes. I didn't use my undershirts, all these things. And then the boy said, oh, uncle, looks like you lost a lot. And he says, what about you? He said, oh, I just refilled my, I just um, bought a gallon of fresh water to drink, my sleeping bag and my recycles. And then my husband was like, bro. The psalmist says, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all of your ways.
Amen. Powerful video, yeah. Um, Denley, Tracy, would you guys uh, come forward? Why don't you guys give a hand for Denley and Tracy? You guys get your own microphones because both of you can talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, one thing uh, that was amazing about Denley, uh, the first day that the fires happened and he came straight from Lahaina, still his shirt was all bust up. And I remember it was a blue shirt. Yeah, blue shirt. And it was us. Yeah, smoke. And, uh, and he was cooking spam for everybody over here uh, as we were taking food out to Lahaina. Just lost his home, lost everything, but he was uh, here serving uh, as well as Kailana. Just, uh, just want to say thank you for that, um, and thank you for being here this morning. Um, and Tracy, thank you for being here this morning as well. Thank so you. I, uh, I just want to... I just want to say thank you for having me uh, at this uh, congregation. It's really an honor. Um, like the video said, and so hold the mic up too. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like the um, video um, showed it was a very challenging day. Um, uh, running out of the fire, you know, I I was running away from the fire. Um, there were several hundred uh, friends of mine. <coughs> neighbors who was running in the fire to save their loved ones. Um, a lot of them never make it, uh, as you guys know, uh, but a lot of testimonies. Uh, I am just a fraction of uh, what the, 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 the real heroes are who went in and tried to save uh, their aunties, uh, friends, and neighbors. Um, but because of the um, guidance and, and, and the protection from the Lord, uh, and, and the mindset he, he put in me uh, to where to run and to where to go. What was very um, hurting was to see um, travelers, uh, homeless people, um, families with infants and toddlers um, just just running. I mean, just running, running, and <coughs> trying to get away from this um, 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 fire. Um, and every time we stopped, and uh, there were several hundred people, Every time we stopped, we would all sit down and watch uh, as the fire kept coming. We were heading towards um, <coughs> Kahului Way. Uh, so, you know, the other side of um, Lahaina, Mala, Mala side and Waikuli side, we didn't even know what was happening there. Uh, and th that place got destroyed. So um, as we sat down in uh, the lower highway, uh, Front Street, and watched Lahaina just starting to get eaten up by... Uh, first the white smokes, then the black smokes, then you could see the, the, the huge flames. Um, I remember a friend of mine, uh, a co-worker of my wife, he came on his motorbike and he said, hey, uncle, come to my house. It's just down the road and um, we can sit down and relax uh, until the fire goes out. I said, you know what, I, I'm going to go to my friend's house uh, a little bit farther than you. At 10 o'clock at night, when we already walked past Puomana Park and then got moved again to Laniapoko Park. At 10 o'clock at night, I looked at Laniopo, uh, from Laniapoko to Puomana. I could see the, the fire already on the ocean. 
uh, you know, Pumana was, you know, getting, you know, burnt. Uh, that same friend came with his motorbike, <coughs> and 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 he said, "I said, brah, how are you doing?" He said, "Oh, my house went burnt too." It was at that time I knew already. All the police cars that was there um, just started to say, "Just evacuate Lahaina. Um, Lahaina is closed. Uh, go to Kahului." Oh, thank you. Go to Kahului or go to Olawalu. So, you know, with hundreds of cars, dozens of cars, the roads all, you know, traffic. Um, oh, I'm doing wrong. Um, there is um, this nice uh, uh, people that said, oh, Uncle, if you need a ride, just jump in the back. Um, and I said, you know what, there's a lot of family here. Why don't you take some of the family members first, and then I, I can walk. Uh, but... Oh, everybody helped each other. That was so nice. That was, it. you know, uh, God's, God's way of having everybody stay strong. Uh, at 1 o'clock in the morning, we, we ended up at Laniopoko and, um, I mean, excuse me, Oluwalu. And, you know, it was so devastating to see people screaming, people crying, and, and, and asking, you know, uh, there's, there was little service on the phone, but people just don't know because most of the people was working the night shift, the, um, you know, 3 to 11 shift, the 2 to 10 shift. So they weren't home when the fire really raged in Lahaina. Uh, after a while, you know, watching all the, the police cars, the fire trucks, the, the emergency, you know, um, teams going to Lahaina, going back and forth, um, we had some announcement from the police saying that if you pass the Pali and go to Kahului, you cannot return to Lahaina. Lahaina is closed. Um, a friend of mine um, had some, some phone service, so I asked him if I can borrow the phone because everything else went in the fire. And then the, I, I, I called my wife, and she said, who is this? I said, Mom, it's your husband. <laughs> and and, and she, she started screaming. I said, no, I'm okay. I'm alive. I'm okay. And uh, that was the, 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 the we, we couldn't contact, I mean, connect with each other. So this Hawaiian brother who was one of the heroes in my, my eyes who went in and told me, Uncle, I saw this. I saw people perishing cars. I, I saw people on, 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 the, on the ground burning. And I said, wow. You know, and, and he took me to Ma'alaya. Uh, my wife and my nephew, Kailana, walked from um, the junction at Kihei to come and get me. Uh, and that, that, that savior of ours um, brought me to the car. And uh, that, was, uh, the, you know, that was another angel in, in my path, you know, of surviving. Um, I want to also share that um, when all this was uh, said and done and, and we were looking for places uh, to uh, relocate and, 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 you know, stay up uh, in, in houses, a lady who we don't even know, um, her name is Janet, that's, that's the only thing we know, has opened up her home uh, at Mawilani Parkway uh, to uh, my family of 10, 10 people uh, who lost five houses and, and an apartment. And she just said, stay as long as you guys want. And, you know, we both, we still had employment, so we still had work, so we asked her, can we, you know, don't give, give you some rent or anything? Out of the question, stay as long as you want. Don't worry about the the, the house and 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 don't worry about rent or or maintenance fee. Just stay until you guys can rebuild. 
Now, how do you find an angel like that who um, opened up their house for 10 people plus two toddlers? You know, I told her there's beautiful white walls. You have beautiful white carpet. And these toddlers love to draw, you know. So, you know, this lady, Janet, is, is, is a miracle uh, that, that made our life really, really smooth and, and, and comfortable. I still have friends and um, a lot of family members in Lahaina still being relocated and their family of six, family of eight, they're not together. They're all in different areas. So uh, we are blessed by you people and, and, and the, the Lord above. Thank you. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think a lot of, because your story is not, there's so much to your story and uh, just so that you guys are aware, um, it's not just the miraculous that they experience, but also tragedy as well. And uh, I just want to, you know, uh, um, I want to say that you encourage me a lot. Uh, when I watch you worship today, and your hands are lifted, worshiping God, and you're going to be, um, he's going to be burying his sister today, and her husband, sister and brother-in-law, uh, that were lost in the fire. Um, but in all of this, uh, and I was telling Kailana, the attitude that you, you guys have is so um, positive, and I've never heard one complaint out of you guys, and I think that because of, you know, maybe a part of the reason why God has blessed you guys so much um, with, you know, the house and the car and gas and all this kind of stuff is, is because he's pleased with the way that you guys have handled this, and um, I just want to say, uh, you, you know, it's one amazing. More thing, um, <laughs> <laughs> one more thing, with all these the chaos going around, the first responders, our government, our mayor, they've been so adamant into trying to get everything, you know, in line. I told a reporter that how do you blame the wind? You know, this is, this is God talking to us, but how can you, uh, you know, tell the wind it was your fault? It, it just happens, you know, so we have to think positive and just stay strong, but with people like you folks and all the congregation around the island um, really, really makes us very strong. Tracy, one thing that uh, I wanted to ask you about. In the video, you said that you are in intercessory prayer and that you are intercessor. I've heard stories of uh, you praying and, um, and the answers to prayer that God has brought uh, in the past several months. Um, but one of the things that I, th I thought was just uh, amazing was how you focused on what God showed you. There's a vision, and then your son came and said, Dad's not here, and you said, that's a distraction. And instead of focusing on what he was saying, you told him, you catch the vision that I have, and you start praying. Um, can, you, can you walk us through what was going through your mind uh, when that happened? Aloha, good morning. Um, so, yes, so um, once we got situated at the courtyard by Marriott, um, I called my life group leader and I shared with her that I didn't know where my husband was. The last time I saw him was at our house 
and her home was almost on fire. And she said, well, you know what to do. I said, absolutely. Start praying with tenacity, with big faith, and seeing the end at the beginning. Not seeing my husband missing, but using my faith to see him walking into wherever we walking into the courtyard or wherever we were. So that's that's what pleases God too is faith. You know, and faith is the things that we hope for but we don't see. And so um, so I started praying, interceding, you know, where you stand in the gap for somebody else and you're praying on their behalf. And I asked the Lord, you know, I don't know where my husband is, as you saw in the video, but you know where he is. Please reveal to me where my husband is. And he showed me, like I mentioned, two angels, wingspan to wingspan. And then when my son called, you know, and he's like, oh, well, mom, I don't have as much faith as you do. I said, Dustin, I don't need excuses. I need your prayers. And I need you to rise up. And I need you to see and catch that vision that God gave me. Because the Bible says, without a vision, people perish. And he's he not perishing on my watch. Uh-uh. You know, and so I said, I need whatever faith you have to bring it to the line and ask your two daughters. They're three and four years old, and they pray with me, and they know how to pray. I said, so you ask them to pray. You don't have to tell them the details. We're just praying for Pop-Pop to, you know, to bring him home safely. And so my son said, oh, I said, stop. I need, you here. I, need you here to pr I need to hear you praying. I'm not going to hang up the phone. And then he started praying, and I said, okay. I said, I'm going to hang up, and we're not going to sleep because dad needs our prayers. He's on the other side of our obedience. And so, yep, and so we prayed. And I, you know, at one point when he said, oh, dad's not with Uncle Tom, I was like, what? He never, like, leave the house because he didn't want to leave his brother, and his brother didn't bring him out. And I said, and I was like, okay, that's a distraction of the adversary because I'm standing and praying, interceding for my husband. So I had to get rid of the distractions and get focused again, fixed and focused on God and seeing by faith him, him being reunited with us. I think that that's really key. You know what, um, the way that you practice prayer because there are 10,000 people that got um, mm -hmm. uh, dis displaced from Lahaina. Mm -hmm. And you're one of the few stories that I have heard of where somebody has said, come and stay at our house indefinitely. Mm -hmm. Don't need to pay us for rent. Don't need to pay us for utilities. Mm -hmm. Use a car. Mm -hmm. Don't pay us for gas. Mm -hmm. How many of you would want blessings like that? Mm -hmm. I, I believe that that has a lot to do with your faith mm -hmm. because you see things as though they are not, as right. though they are, and then declare it, mm -hmm. and then what you declare from what you see mm -hmm. in the supernatural, it, it comes into the natural yeah. through faith. Right. And um, is, is that, uh, do you believe that that is the situation, like that's how you've seen God's hand provide for you from the time that this happened till now? Absolutely. You know, there's so many, so many blessings that have been poured down upon us you know the home the four-bedroom home at the parkways at Maui Lani rent free utilities free um so my I drove a Toyota Echo and I parked under the plumeria tree next to the mock orange bush it didn't burn all my things in the trunk was still intact you know and so my kids call my car La Bamba and they say oh mom we turned the corner what La Bamba park where you park the thing never burned 
and I don't lock my car, and so my son um, opened the um, driver's side um, to open the trunk, and everything in my trunk was still there. And it's crazy. She, saw, she showed me pictures, and everything around her car is completely burnt and flattened, except that one car is <laughs> the only thing that's not burnt, and everything in it was spared. And so my husband, you know, he, he's like, oh, you know, and my daughter actually said, oh, we're not going to underestimate La Bamba. And my husband goes, well, mom must do a lot of praying in that car, just like the churches that didn't burn, <laughs> you know, trying to make a joke again. <laughs> One thing that's interesting, and she brings this up, and I just remember now, but uh, we did a Stories of Grace a couple weeks ago on the bathroom, uh, you know, the bathroom that didn't burn down on the harbor. And you guys have heard that there was a woman in there praying the whole night, right? So that woman that was uh, that was praying the entire evening, she was a key intercessor at uh, that church, the International Christian Fellowship. And she went into the bathroom, and she's an older lady in her 60s, put a towel over her head in the stall, and just prayed the entire evening. And then when she came out, it was everything was flattened. The, the thing that you guys didn't hear from that week was when she went home, same kind of same story as yours, um, she had a suitcase, and she prayed for her suitcase. And then when she came out the next morning, she went back to her house that was on Prison Street, and the suitcase was still there. And everything in the suitcase was still there. Yeah. Everything er else was burnt down, but her stuff was okay, and she was okay. Just like how you guys. But God. God. Amazing. Yeah. The power of prayer. Yeah. And so um, last month, um, my granddaughter, she's four years old. Um, last year, she um, thought she could fly, and she fell off of her bunk bed. So she had a fractured forehead and a brain bleed. And so um, I told my husband, I said, we're not sharing with everybody about what happened. We keep it contained, and we share with the people who are going to help us pray her out of her situation. And, you know, four months later, she, you know, she was well. And then last month, she was challenged with um, COVID and meningitis. So they couldn't treat her here at Maui Memorial, so they had to medevac her to Kapiolani Women and Children's Hospital. And um, so she was there, and then um, they did an MRI, and then they found that um, she had a um, leak in her head. So they literally had to cut her head open, zigzag, and that morning I spoke to her, I said, Leana, I said, today's your surgery, you know. And she goes, yes, Grandma, but it's okay because look outside of my, look outside of my window. And so my son, you know, switched the phone and there was, I said, wow, a beautiful rainbow. And she said, yes, Grandma, that's what I learned. The rainbow is God's promises, so God is with me. I mean, she's four years old and she has such big faith, you know. And she said, I told the doctors that I want to go home. The blood of Jesus healed me, and God already healed me. Wow. You know, and, and she has so much faith. And, you know, and then so I'm going to, so last week, my son and daughter-in-law, oh, actually, she's my daughter-in-law now. They just got married on Friday. So that's another answered prayer. <laughs> and so, um, um, so we have like 5 a.m. devotions, and um, so they made a $800 covenant um, offering each. And so I asked my son, do you even have $800? He goes, no, but I'm doing this by faith. And I said, okay. And I, and I said, and what is your covenant offering for? He says, we're naming it 
expect swift healing for Leana, the daughter that was in the hospital. And so I said, okay. And so I said, you know, talk to your life group leader. So they did. So they made that $800 coven offering each. And then a few days later, he was on Oahu. I received um, mail. Amanda brought the mail. I opened it up, and there were checks for our, some of our family members from an um, organization, but there wasn't a check for him. So I called him, and I said, hey, Dustin, um, I received the checks, and, but there's not one for you. His old self would be like, what do you mean no more one for me? I don't want was talking to the lady, you know? But he didn't because God is doing a work in him. And he said, that's okay. I'll just call her, you know, and let her know. So he called her, and she, um, I guess she asked where he was, and he said, oh, I'm in Oahu. My daughter's in the hospital, but no details. And then she said, oh, you have Venmo. So she Venmoed him $5,000. And then the next day, I received mail, and I opened it. It's my son's check. And so I called him. I said, Dustin, I guess your check came separate because I just received your check. And he said, oh, I'll call her to let her know. I said, I can send it back or whatever they want me to do with it. So he called, and she said, you know, Dustin, your family went through the fires. Now you're having to deal with whatever's going on with your daughter. She said, keep it. So God multiplied his $800 10 times because the check was for $3,000. So he had $5,000 deposited into his account Venmo and then a $3,000 check. So God multiplied his $800 that he didn't have 10 times, and he had um, $8,000. And I mean, how do you explain that? God is real. And then she was healed. And then my granddaughter, yep, not even two weeks, like nothing happened. And, and yes, and that too wasn't, and, and they're getting married. So it was put together in two weeks, you know, because my son said, you know, with everything going on, mom, I need to make it right with God. It's time. It's time to make it right with God. Look at my daughter's gone through so many things and it's time to make it right with God. And so he didn't, they didn't have the traditional wedding, you know, with the best man made of honor, big luau. Um, they had a wedding and they're, People that they invited were people that could, if they had heated fellowship, not arguments, but heated fellowship, um, that they can go to these people that they invited to the wedding that will pray for them and pray with them and pray them through whatever storm or whatever season they're in. And so it was um, at the Maui Beach, you know, maybe 60 people. And, you know, it was nice. We had the ceremony, the dinner, and you can see the joy in my granddaughter's um, faces. Wow, that's you know? awesome. I hear the kids, and the kids are ready to come back in. Shucks, I wish we had, like, another. Not yet? Okay. Um, one of the things that I think is just um, that I see as a benefit, in, and I, in Scripture we see this, too, that, that when Parents go through tragedy, and they go through it well, and they uh, exude faith that it is um, something that's passed down to their children, and that it's so awesome to hear, you know, that your kids are being affected, your grandkids are being affected, and even though, you know, you know decades from now, they, they're going to remember Lahaina, but it's going to be such a, you know, a very vague memory for them what they are going to remember is how you guys handled it. They're going to remember the faith that you guys had, the prayers that you told them to pray, 
you know, the healings that they went through because of the faith. Mm-hmm. And those things are just um, the intangible blessings that are so much more valuable mm-hmm. than the things that are going to pass away anyway, right? Like everything that we have yep. is going to pass away. It's just Lahaina passed away before everything else. But everything else is going to pass away. We're all not going to keep what we have in this world. And, and you guys are walking through it with mm-hmm. amazing faith. So we just want to, can, uh, can we give them a hand this morning? Um, would you, how many of you would want to receive prayer from, uh, from Tracy and Denley this morning? I, I, we asked you guys to come here, but I would love to receive a blessing from you guys <laughs> and the faith that you have. Um, how many of you would want to receive a measure of faith? Why don't we all stand this morning? Um, ushers, could we take the, um, these uh, couches down and worship team, you can come up. Do we have time for worship? Yes, okay. Um, why don't we just stand in a, a posture to receive? Tracy, you can uh, come to the front. And um, if, if you want to receive a blessing this morning, just lift up your hands. Uh, Tracy, if you would just pray for us this morning um, to have faith and to see the things that are unseen so that we can receive the things that God has for us in this community. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this anointed and appointed time. And it's not by happen chance that you came to church at 1015 this morning. God was tugging at your heart and said, come on down, and here you are today. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your love, your unconditional love. What we did yesterday, we repent today and ask for your forgiveness if we fell short of what is of you, Father Lord. We ask you to to activate our faith that is within us. We, acti- we ask you to activate our faith that is within us. Give us that hope. Give us that hope. When we're down on the ground, pick us up. If, you know, pick us up where, where we are. Meet us where we are. As we continue to seek you, John 15, 5, you know, you are the main vine. As, as long as we stay connected to you, we are well. If we, go with, if, we are dis- if we disconnect from you, then we are powerless, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Father Lord, for all of the people here, for those that need healing. Father Lord, I ask you, I, ask, I pray the blood of Jesus from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. And I, and I uproot, I uproot whatever that is that's causing you pain or whatever disease that you have, Father Lord. We thank you for those that are, that are dealing with maybe addiction or anger. We uproot and we, and we curse that at the root. And we command you to flee in Jesus' name. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for, for all of the angels that encamp around us, that protect our homes, that protect our vehicles, that protect our mothers, our fathers, our family, our children, our grandchildren. We ask you, Lord, that we are here, not for, just for us today, but for the generations to come. We train up a child in the way they should go, and when they get older, they will not depart from it. And it's easy. You know, as a grandmother, I teach my, I, the grandchildren, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, but I said who makes me strong. And when your grandchildren says, I cannot do that, and you say, what did Jesus say? I can do, and then they'll repeat that, then they'll try again, and then that builds their faith in them as little as they are. Faith can move mountains. Faith 
and you can move mountains. And then you teach them what mountains are and its struggles in life. And, and, and that will stay within them because when they're young, they're like sponges. They just, they, they, they keep everything that you teach them. And as Father Lord, as we display the things of you, our children will replay what they see. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this um, Grace Bible Church who invited us here this morning. Thank you to the congregation. Thank you, Father Lord, for Pastor Jonathan, his heart and his, and his yes to serve you, Father Lord. We're all leaders among leaders here. We thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen, amen. Thank you guys so much.